0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of Veterinary Ramblings with Sam Morgan. Yay! Join us as we discuss
1: the fantastic work Sam has done for the LGBTQ plus veterinary community.
0: As well as advice she would share with her younger self.
1: We also learn a little bit of Welsh and some yeah, top dark. tips <laughs> for veterinary students preparing for their exams. Enjoy! Enjoy.
0: Hi, I'm Mike Brampton. And my name is Julian Ho. Welcome to Veterinary Ramblings. Should we get Sam in? Oh, she's here. Yeah, let's get her in. Come on then. (laughs) Why not? Bing bong. Bing bong. And it's Sam. Hello. Hello, Sam. Sam, what do you want to talk
1: about? Nothing will come out of this that will embarrass you. It'll embarrass us. Because that's what it's all
2: about. But, yep. yeah, I don't mind at all. What we we have a wee chat about. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> what we tend to
1: do is sort of start off somewhere and ramble through.
2: Yeah. Let's do that. Great. Let's take a natural progression through.
1: Great. Yep. so you're teaching purely on Zoom at the moment, are you?
2: We have been, yeah. We've been back in college now for the last two weeks. Um, but since Christmas, it's yep, yeah, this is this is lessons. Yeah. Right.
1: Wow. Uh, and are they, are they Zoom groups?
2: Yeah, so they're, they're groups, yeah, we have the whole class in on Zoom, and, yeah, we try and we do a death by PowerPoint, and mm-hmm. I taught a very ineffectual instrument lesson by going, "Oh, can you see that's a hemostat? Um, Which didn't work at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> looks like a biro, sound. I thought yeah. it was a biro.
2: Yeah, well, I, I tried to get away with different here. things, yeah, and, you know, and... These are retractors. <laughs> but it, no, that's a
0: as well. These are, are Finocchietto rib retractors. <laughs> no, that's a corkscrew.
2: See, it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't lend itself. So, this is a college that you've, you've been working at for—is
1: it four years now or three years?
2: Oh gosh, actually, ten years now. I've been there, and all um, oh, right, gosh yeah. Time flies. So um, that was- a yeah, the training COVID. provider. I actually co-own it um, with Kirsty Gwyn now. So yeah, I started working there, and then very slowly got roped in um, over a couple of years to to when I bought into fifty percent of it, which I think must have been done when I was drugged. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> not
1: only having Coca Cola now.
2: Yeah, exactly. Learn <laughs> your lessons. Um, so yeah, we moved from there. So we used to be in that business park that's tucked tucked down out of the way of the a40 but we last may and um, we during lockdown uh, and always a good time to move business um, we actually moved the college then further into monmouth so we, we got a purpose-built premises now in um, monmouth town itself which is oh, a bit right. better for the students because it was beautiful down um in wirestone which was where we were it was lovely deer park and it was lovely settings mm. yes that if the students wanted to go for some food or have a drink there, there was absolutely nothing there, um, so we moved it into Monmouth. So now we have the shops and the, the pub and the chip shop, oh. of course, which is useful That's for good. lunchtime. So I suppose of, they could have brought sitting, down. Hang on,
0: deer. Julian. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So instead of sitting on the grass outside in the middle of the deer park, eating their sandwiches, watching the red deer roaming around in the Y Valley, they can now go to the chip shop.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> ça plus ça they are only have eaten the deer to extinction
2: yes. they're Fair students who <laughs> yeah. loves yeah. a chippy when you're a student you can get away with having chips for lunch when you're a student
1: uh, I can't anymore
2: no, not I'm after not a year of lockdown <laughs> Jesus,
0: for sure I, can't. I don't think I could ever get away with having chips yeah. for lunch <laughs> <laughs> I save them for tea and then I have a few beers then I have another portion later
1: Mm. and then you got some cold for breakfast
0: you got it mm. well actually i don't have, i don't have them cold i fry them up with some bacon oh good healthy option
2: <laughs> yeah
0: so the ironic work.
2: thing was i was always worried about um moving the business and having enough time to move from one premises to another while still teaching and and getting things on so i, I really prayed that we could do it over a half term something like easter um but i really didn't anticipate having a whole year to move right. the business <laughs> in lost if only
1: they could close Wales for a year, we could really crack on with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I wished a bit too hard on that one. Did. <laughs> i did. I think
0: you probably did. So when are you actually opening for, for students to come in again? Yes,
2: yeah, so we, we've been back open now the last couple of weeks, so two weeks now. They, they were in for a little bit just after September, um, when everyone thought it had um, died mm-hmm. down enough. We, we came back um, until Christmas. And then of course, lockdown 3.0 or 4.0, whatever lockdown version we're on I think, now. I
1: think we're out of phase. Well, Wales has done a few more or longer lockdowns really. Well, we,
2: we had a fire break, which was quite, a, you know, let's throw another new term out there um, for the world. Because um, we yeah, thought it was a
1: virus, but apparently the Welsh thought, no, it's a, it's a fire.
2: Fire, there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we had our fire break, which which didn't work, um, obviously, and uh, yeah, so we we then went back on to Zoom um, from January.
1: Right. right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> God, I've done a few Zoom lectures, and um, they're awful because you. You can't really interact the same way. I mean, we're interacting here. It's fun on a sort of one-to-one or two-to-one basis. It's great, but when you've got a whole group of, of students, it's, it's difficult enough live to know whether they're engaged and receptive. Yeah. And on Zoom, you're there watching these.
2: Or, or even worse, they switch their camera off and put themselves on mute. And then you're like, I don't even I could just be talking to fresh air right now. I have no clue whether yeah. you're there or not. And, and you're saying so
1: vital, vital use an ears, teepee, Missing? Yes, whatever. Oh, i But <laughs> not saying that. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think the only good thing was that we, we are kind of missing back in the classroom is you can do um, breakout rooms through zoom so you can send mm. them off into different rooms and that was quite nice because then it would give you a chance to get your cup of tea done and you know yeah the paperwork and off you go
1: oh <laughs> might, anyway. might put himself into the waiting room or a breakout yeah. room there oh,
2: but this is how I would talk to most students <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> and I would carry on rabbiting away <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're never sure are you they? are they, no. are they actually uh, are they paying attention so yeah really difficult but.
2: Well, thanks guys i'm feeling much it's, much at home now Shall i pop a powerpoint on because that if, then that'll really make me feel comfortable if
1: if, if that's all right go on no, i couldn't do it i couldn't do it <laughs>
0: yeah, I, th- I think that was a bit cruel of us both turning our videos <laughs> off at that point julian <laughs> sorry about that actually that, that's the first for veterinary ramblings we've never actually done that to a guest ever before <laughs> no tra- training by zoom is 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 sort of tedious isn't it it's uh it's ever so difficult. I, I, I've been doing a few sessions and mm-hmm. you, sort of, you get taken into theatre and you can hear beep, beep, beep in the background. You're sort of going, what's going on? <laughs> How am I going to work on their anaesthesia with this? And then, then you get sort of a, a scratchy cam picture of, of a monitor and a patient. And guys, I'll tell you what, finish the case and we'll, we'll talk about what what you're enjoying, what you're not sure about, we'll pick it up from there, and then it, it's always trying to share your screen, and hoping that you've got a slide or a, a picture or a video that is going to be applicable to that situation, and you, you do, you lose that face-to-face, that that personal interaction, don't you? It's uh, you, you do, and,
1: and you lose the non-verbal communication, you can't tell whether people are sort of twiddling their fingers or yeah. shuffling around in their seat too much, or uh, I, I did a, a Zoom meeting to a group to of retired businessmen uh, four or five months ago on mushroom hunting and foraging. I've done a series of, of uh, lectures to them, uh, you know, as a, as a live thing. Uh, and I did one on mushroom hunting, and I thought it was going okay. There are a few people that you, you know, clearly <laughs>
2: Too many mushrooms,
1: uh, one one who may have been dead, and then suddenly this guy who'd had his microphone on mute for the entire time pressed it on and i presume he must have thought it was on and he was muting it and he said no i don't know how much longer he's gonna ram it on for you may as well put dinner on now he's going on and on about bloody mushrooms <laughs> He turned his microphone off again and sat down <laughs> It was a low point for me, I must admit. And <laughs> did it
2: kind of disrupt your flow, or were you the true professional and just kind of carried on regardless?
1: Um, I, I did a double take for about 20
0: seconds and then carried on regard, regard no, That That's not professionalism, Sam. Don't don't mistake that for for that. It's not professionalism at all. No. That's <laughs> just says nothing.
1: I was about to yeah. talk about this, this really quite uh, uh, inconsequential and irrelevant conversation about Tutankhamun, uh, but I won't because I know that I have this tendency to ramble. Okay, I will then. So I used to uh, be a virologist and we had a collaboration once with the University of Nottingham Egyptology department because they wanted to see if we could discover uh, remnants of viruses in mummies. And uh, having having just developed uh, the PCR test for HIV in the country, our team was well-equipped to, uh, to use this to look for other viral genomes. So, so we had to go up to, uh, to the University of, of um, Nottingham Egyptology department. And we saw this, this wonderful lady, Rosalie Davis, who looks and sounds a bit like Margaret Rutherford, you know, the old black and white actor. And the, the note, the, the sign on her door, just said, toot and come in. And it was brilliant. There we go. That was it. I wasn't really going to go into... Oh, yeah, we found some virus, by the way.
2: Oh, OK. Mm. Was it Covid?
1: It was Covid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they'd embalmed the bat.
0: <laughs> what, what, what viral DNA did you actually find? Smallpox. All right, OK.
1: Mm. Now, we didn't isolate the entire genome. That would, of course, have been uh, very difficult uh, and also illegal. Uh, But we did get a little bit of the um, uh, the capsid protein.
0: Interesting. Mm. So was it smallpox that essentially did the for the whole Egyptian? No, no, no,
1: no. they they just had smallpox like we did and most of them got over it. Right. So, um, but uh, it, it did possibly leave quite a few of them badly scarred. Right. So they had to cover their faces with bandages.
0: <laughs> right. Mm. Okay. So are we sticking with the um the aliens built the uh, the Giza pyramids?
1: Oh definitely, definitely aliens.
0: Yeah. And then then that... did for the whole civilization. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. T- Tom Cruise told me. He's a Scientologist, he shouldn't
0: know. Okay. Fair mm. Have you ever met Tom Cruise, Sam?
2: No, no, I, I really haven't. But um, I, I believe he's short enough to probably be Welsh, so I, I probably should know him.
0: <laughs> yes, short, yeah. short enough to be Welsh. Can yeah, you expand they're, on they're, this?
2: All Welsh men are quite short. Um, it's to fit down the mines, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
2: So I, I'm really tall for a Welsh person. So most Welsh women are around five four. Right. So I. Yeah, I'm like, you know, the, the volleyball, basketball playing Welsh person. Yeah.
1: But they must revere you as some sort of God because you're so tall.
2: Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: and I also can't sing, which a lot of Welsh people apparently can. So I, I miss oh, that as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah they can so, sing very
0: well.
2: Yeah, so across do, the do valleys.
0: Speak, do you speak Welsh,
2: Sam? <laughs> I learned a few choice phrases in, in school. So I mostly know Caricadrus, which is close the door, um, and, and Boradar. And, um, Boradar, hello, and
1: Haraf. Um, yeah, the, slow, the other isn't thing.
2: It? So, Sitoiti, and um, which is how are you? And I would always answer as a student. Oh, lean on land, which is I'm really tired. And then the, the teacher would ask me why, or Pam, and I, uh, that that would be a conversation stopper. Then, uh, just um, I,
0: I, I'm I'm fairly fluent in Welsh.
2: Excellent. Yeah.
0: Are Go you on. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Max Boyce, yes. JPR Williams, yeah, yeah. Gareth Edwards, oh yeah, yeah. Gareth Davis. huh. JJ Davies,
1: mm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, what, Jonesy, what, what, what more do you want? Gareth Henson,
1: Tom Jones. I
0: was going to say,
2: you miss Tom Jones.
0: So, if I if I mention Gareth Thomas and Nigel Owens, I was secretly hoping that the mention of those two names would have something in common and would actually mean something to you and you would say they have made a massive difference particularly in equality rights and especially in wales
2: oh i missed me link you know? they've had a massive impact in equality and especially through through wales and and sports <laughs> <laughs> have they
0: have they now that's interesting i wasn't expecting that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably one of our worst segues ever julian i, I was thinking i was thinking i'm, I'm gonna talk about nigel owens because he's, he's a man that i i I'm, I'm I'm a rugby man i haven't played for a million years but i'm i consider myself very much a rugby man gareth thomas himself as a, as a rugby player massive respect for him albeit that he he plays for wales and not for england um but that's that's he was just born on the wrong side of the River Y. basically, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah um, poor chap. Not his fault. Not his fault, yeah, not a problem. But Nigel Owens, as a rugby referee, has controlled 30 guys filled with bloodlust at the highest level right up to the World Cup final. And it's a massive surprise to a lot of people to find out that Nigel Owens, this, this referee who commands the respect of everybody that walks onto a rugby pitch and is around a rugby pitch is actually gay. You didn't know this, did you, Sam?
2: I didn't, but I don't think why it should be a, see, this is why I get, I don't see why that should be a surprise. Yeah. It's
1: It's surprising in the, 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 you know, typical uh, heterosexual male viewpoint of of rugby players and rugby watchers hmm. or the hitherto i should say viewpoint because i think people like that have actually changed the perception within the the wider community to, to the better
0: very to the much so very very much so and it's um i think i think it's made a massive difference to be honest with you it's um you know at the end of the day rugby football or rugby union, but whatever you want to call it, is a hardcore macho sport.
2: Mm.
0: It's about big guys smashing seven bells out of each other and and dominating the opposition. And for for both of these guys to I think they, they both came out near the height of their careers, worried desperately that they would lose friends, family, support, mm. etc. Um, just by doing so and of course quite the opposite has been the case mm. and so as a as as sort of figure holders or, or um, figureheads for the the gay community particularly absolutely massive characters
1: and, and you've you've I think done a lot when you were a uh, BVNA president yeah you you did a lot I think to help the LGBT yeah. community
2: didn't you I I did and even though I didn't um set out and that was that was always kind of one of my things because I've been you know fairly reserved myself I didn't come out till I was 30 so I wasn't out long before I started BVNA so it was always going to be one of these things that oh well when I was on the road to presidency oh well this isn't something my part of my life I wanted to to bring about and and to say anything about but then um Matt created, um, Matt Hennessy created the British Veterinary LGBT group and mm-hmm. I got involved and he did a role model program um, on their first year and I thought, you know, I I, I have to be that, that role model and as mm-hmm. uncomfortable as, uh, you know, I felt, I thought well, there's people that feel 20 times more uncomfortable. So... Mm-hmm. I'm there. And as I always remember the, the the sort of the role model picture going out and we they made all these posters. And as much as I said, well, you know, I that that's not why I was on BVNA, that's not what I was yeah. on BVNA to do, waking up to open Twitter one morning to find like the president of the RCVS at the time and the um, Nick Stace um holding up my poster like on Twitter. And I was like Oh, oh my goodness! God. Okay, well now I've just there we are. The whole veterinary community knows. There we go. <laughs> it's there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But no, and and and, and they've gone on and, and done wonderful things since, and I'm I'm really pleased that I, I did do that. But it it was a surprise. You know, I I it was something yeah. that wasn't in my plan, if you like, to to do um, as part of my presidential role.
0: Does yeah. do you find the veterinary community more ex- inclusive than? say, the, the general community at whole, or is, is there not a difference at all?
2: Um, I would say there's there's not really a difference. I th- I wouldn't say I've ever personally experienced anything truly homophobic, but then, as I say, I haven't been out. That I think that's more the case that um, we find individuals now that, that don't want to come out, that don't want to reveal mm. that they're gay or, you know, bisexual or... Transgender, because they, they just keep it like I did. I, I didn't, you know, that I didn't feel within the practice that that was a comfortable place to do that um, and to say anything um, at that time. And not because anyone said anything truly nasty. It was more ignorance, and and people use terms out of ignorance and
1: yes, the, the, and the and the terms are often so oppressive. Mm. That it, it it makes you disinclined to
2: yeah to, to
1: say anything, B- yeah. because the, the, those terms are a prejudgment,
2: yeah, some yeah, not they yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's mostly what what I personally experienced. And yes, there are some some awful stories. You know, we we hear some of you know the committee members have, have been through really 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 sad things and some of the people that are contacting you know bvl for support and, and advice are really sad um stories but yeah I, i'm not you know a, a sad story um in, in that way personally but yeah i have certainly experienced you know just just general ignorance in terms or you know um just silly things like, oh, I I don't need the you know being shown a new job contract and saying, oh, but I don't need to include anything about maternity pay in your job contract, do I? And I was like, what? Oh, okay, well, why why do you think that? <laughs> um, so yeah, just just a funny term. That, that's, that's
1: that's appalling. Yeah. I, Stumble I, 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 I that. So, do you? Uh, <sighs> I'd try to phrase this, this question. I, no, I, I me either. I, mean, I I was going to ask: Do you, where where you have worked in the past, do you think that, uh, that, that that being gay hindered your prospects, or or changed the way that you behaved as a as a vet nurse in a career way?
2: Um, I certainly I kept myself very much to myself for the early part of my career you know certainly you know I've been out uh, the whole time I worked at Abbeydale um, mm-hmm. for instance that, that that's just been you know I, I you know I was out from from the word go and I can say you know at previous places I've worked I've been a very reserved character not willing to talk because I didn't ever want to to ask people personal questions to invite personal questions back and then cause I never wanted to lie to someone. Um, but I was in a way, I was almost lying by omission a lot of the time because I wouldn't reveal certain things and I would feel I would need to say and be involved in certain conversations that, that weren't true. And so I, I, they didn't, people I previously with probably didn't really know me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt, um, as now you know I do feel people know me and you know and I say part of that you know I've got you know just taking that that leap of faith and and trusting in people to to respect again you know who I was um after coming out was you know sort of that big thing
0: I I suppose that that could be as banal as what are you doing this weekend couldn't it
2: yeah 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 absolutely Interesting, yeah. because
0: because because your sexuality has got absolutely no bearing on your ability to do a job. It's got no bearing on your skill set. It's got no bearing on your knowledge, it, or, fact, or
1: on your sense of compassion and well-being, sociability, all of these things. Yeah. Do, do you uh, tell us at any stage to butt out of minor in business, but? Do you think that you lost friends or people that you thought were friends at this time? Were there people that, 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 well, no, I I can't
2: handle that. I would say I didn't even make friends um, because I felt that people weren't friends. If I couldn't converse with them on a personal level, I wouldn't let them, you know, Hmm. know much about me. So I had a lot of acquaintances Um, in previous jobs but I've I've got very few friends from my 30s yeah Yeah. it is now looking back and I wish I could go back and and tell my younger self something different but okay and and again this is why you know I think you know linking back into you know sort of people coming out as role models is so important to say you know this this you, you know you can still do all this with your career because absolutely you know who you are actually doesn't have that impact you know you're not going to be stifled in in what you want to achieve just because of who you love um and, and how you choose to live your life
0: so okay so if, if you if you could turn the clock back then sam so you're you're a i don't know let's choose your age 18 years old what what would you have liked to have been able to tell your younger self what what would you tell your younger self now looking
2: back i would hopefully want to show my younger self a a role model of someone who's a lesbian who has done well in her career who has friends who accept who she was um and will not judge her based on that um and to know then what I could have achieved because I all the way through I've, i very much myself look to always to look to role models of oh you know you've got you've got your diploma in advanced veterinary nursing that's brilliant I'm going I, I really want to strive to do that or you know I, I go to BVNA congress and see the BVNA president oh my gosh that, that's something I really wanted to do but I would have liked that that one person to connect with me then on that that personal level and say do you want? Know yeah, I, I can do that. And that that's what it took in the end. It took me meeting some now really good friends of mine and seeing, you know, that they're a lesbian couple and how well they lived and how, you know, it you could do that. Life wasn't going to be extra hard because I was gay or it was going to be, you know, much different. Um, and it took them as my role models to say, right, okay, now I need to develop my personal life as well. I've done, you know, i've worked my career and and now i want to develop my personal life and and it took that that sort of role model so yeah i would have liked that that back when i was younger as well and right. it, it just it, it just went there you know people were very closed doors um, Yeah, that,
0: that would have that would have changed your progression from 18 to 30 yeah,
2: yeah and it's a very sliding doors moment isn't it you know what, mm. what would i have been like I- now
0: absolutely a, a
2: different journey now you know have, have I gone on this journey for the better now you know have I got more to to give and more to tell having done that or what what would you know it's amazing isn't it when, when you turn left or turn right you know what what can change at that point it,
0: that, that's fair comment but I think I think it, it's also worth putting that into context with what the, the general atmosphere and the attitudes were 10 20 30 40 years ago Mm -hmm. 50 years ago i mean yeah the the whole the whole female equality thing you know we're talking about female equality irrespective of of sexual preference um and we look back and if if we look to to some of the states in america you know some of the big big moves have only been made in certain states in, in the last five or 10 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. So you turn yeah. the clock back 10, 20, 30 years, that would have been a groundbreaking thing and, and mm-hmm. a, a very courageous thing with potentially a lot at risk
2: mm-hmm.
0: to, to have taken those steps. So um, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure sometimes you, you look back and you think, why didn't I do this when I was 18? I'd like to think there's your answer because probably society wouldn't have allowed you to. So mm. I don't I don't think it's necessarily your fault
2: mm.
0: um as such. If for for want of better words, I'm I'm slightly lost for words tonight, probably short to have another gin. Um, you need another gin. Yeah. Well, well um, let,
1: let's let's so. let's put it another way. When I when I first met you, Sam, you were newly BVNA president then, weren't you? So that would have been 2016.
2: So yeah, I joined, yeah, so it would have been, I became president in October 2015, so yeah, I've probably seen you first uh, in BPSA Okay, 20, 20, 2015, 2015, yeah, or oh, BBNA. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was immediately drawn to, to how how bubbly, you've got a a, a real um, life about you, there, there's this, uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah, you're lovely, let's let's not mince this, you are lovely, and it, you, you, you're fun to be around, to be with, you're knowledgeable, so we're able to have discussion about cases and how you treated them and care plans you did in practice and things um and so it's it's funny isn't it I never um considered at that stage that uh, and excuse my, my 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 ignorance and and, and um shelteredness but I, I never considered that, that you might have had a tough time of things uh w- when you were when you were younger because you you seem to exude confidence in your role you are very competent at what you do and that competence shows through as confidence.
2: Mm. If you meet anyone that I maybe went to school with they first of all probably won't remember me because I was the quiet kid in the back of the class Mm -hmm. um, but would never believe I would stand up in front of you know 60, 70, 100 people at congress and give a lecture and my, my passion for nursing has helped that because I've I've hidden behind my knowledge. You know, I've really enjoyed my subject. I've learned it, and it's helped me have that confidence to to speak to people and and just that whole thing has then snowballed and developed since then. So you know, as I've kind of you know people that worked with me when I was first training would probably never believe I would end up as BBNA president and be able to to talk and 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 do anything like this. So but that, that, all, that all comes back. That's all life experience as well, isn't it? I think we all look back and think, you know, we, we learn as we go along and we grow and develop and we, we get more confident in certainly things that we, we know a bit better.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot then, Sam. Okay. I'm gonna put you on the spot. You've just said, or you've just given a very eloquent um, description of what you would tell your 18 year old self. Now, we know that there are a lot of young veterinary nurses, veterinary students, um, people coming through the system who are in exactly that same situation that you were in all those years ago. So have you got a message for any of them right now?
2: Yeah, I think it would be find your person, find who you can talk to, who you trust. Mm-hmm. And, and trust in them that you can be 100% yourself because they will then help you develop you and in turn you actually fulfill their lives as well. And and learn. And, and it is all about trust and, and to have that, that trust in someone that then, you know, if you have made friends with them, you've got good judgment um, that they're not then going to belittle you or stifle you. That they're going to help you and um, and that's what you need you just need one advocate in this world and and that gets you everywhere really just just one champion you know one little cheerleader will will we'll be enough um, at the
1: right time and in the right place
2: absolutely and and you know doing it for all the right reasons you know that they're pushing you to to be your best and to to recognize that as well um in, in whatever you're you're doing you know whether it's Personal, professional, sporting, yeah.
0: Do you know something, Sam? I, I think you could be that champion for a lot of people. And I think you probably are that champion yeah, for agree. a lot of people. I agree. That was always
2: my thing. But that, that was my one aim um, when I wanted to be BVNA president is I wanted to inspire someone to join BVNA Council. And that was that's all I wanted, you know, small aims, but I wanted to inspire someone enough to be passionate about the profession enough to give up their time to say Do you know what it needs more people to to make these changes and yeah I just wanted one person <laughs> so yeah I, I hope I I'm,
0: I'm going to challenge you here without names has that happened
2: I have had one person come back and say you're, you're the reason why I'm here so that 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 meant the world
0: excellent <laughs> that, that means a, a, a great deal but but yeah, since you, since you've presidency you've You've carried on, haven't you? I mean, you're still involved. You're actively involved in, what, what's it called? Um, VN Futures. VN Futures.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, like, do you know what? I had to leave BVNA because my time was up. I you're right. only allowed to do nine years. I would still be there. Yeah. <laughs> <if> <laughs> they hadn't the
1: kicked
2: it. <laughs> Let's face it. No, it, it's good for BVNA to have new council. But yes, and I've been so lucky. They've invited me back as part of their advisory board, um, which... I, just meant everything and to be back involved again especially working with Fiona Andrew um again was
1: I don't think you get invited back because you're lucky Sam
2: I did I did I think you get get invited
1: back because you're good at what you do and you're needed you're you're going to blow your own trumpet so I think Mike and I are going to blow it for you (laughs) mentor do you do mentoring
2: so not not so to my students maybe You've got no
1: time, have you, really?
2: No time. Well, I try and make time. You know, if you want something done, ask a busy person, isn't it? That's what they Glad always say, um, yeah. to get that done. But, yeah, we, we kind of – you know, it's part of the, the aim of the um, BVLGBT group is to, to act as kind of role models and mentors to mm. those um, who need it and, and to go through. So, yeah, so I've only really been working with them since um, last summer, so I'm kind of still – getting in in the flow and in the, the way of things so yeah it, it's going
1: good. good yeah good so I, I should say at this time um and, and I, I feel sorry for not having mentioned it before to any of our listeners who are uh, vets or, or vet nurses and are having for whatever reason uh a tough time with things and they are depressed and they need help then please please contact vet life if you're not In the veterinary community, then contact uh, the Samaritans, contact other health groups. There are lots of mental health uh, charities available now, and I only say that uh, because I know we've been talking about some issues that I think may be difficult for some people to uh, to to to, to gel with. And and Sam, thank you very much for putting on the spot about this, and I appreciate your, your answers. But vet life samaritans uh whatever is available in america there yeah, that's a serious bit over like that's a serious
0: bit over is it
1: <laughs> well for me
0: have you come across our 60 second cpd we ask yep. all our guests about cpd okay uh, it's all very well me saying have you heard about sixty-second cpd i haven't even got the t- countdown clock here
2: oh.
1: would you be prepared to do a 60 second cpd for us Sam?
2: As long as it's not on anything Welsh by the sound wave tonight. Nothing Welsh.
0: Is what, it anything you want? Absolutely anything. You
2: like?
0: Have you prepared a 60 second CPD? No.
2: Not. Oh my word.
0: Oh, well, you've you got, you got 30 seconds while Mike's finding his <laughs> countdown time. <now. laughs> so, Sam Morgan, 60 seconds on preparing for your assessment. Starting now.
2: Okay. Well, Firstly, you're going to need to know exactly what you're being assessed on. So you're going to need to get to grips with your syllabus, what the questions are actually about, you know, how they're going to ask you. Is it multiple choice? Is it short answer? Is it a practical assessment? Because that's all going to help. So knowledge is power when it comes to that, you know, work out what, what how they're going to ask you the questions. If you can get hold of some sample papers, that would be useful. Also, don't be afraid of nerves like I'm feeling now. Um, They do, they keep you on point, they keep you happy and keep you going so never be worried, you'll never get rid of all your nerves so don't be afraid of them, work with them. When it comes to revision then you want to gather all the information, you want to be really honest about the subjects you're looking for um, and what you're doing and make sure that you are testing yourself lots and lots and that's the key to revision is testing yourself all the time until you're happy and having that confidence nailed it <laughs> no,
1: absolutely perfect well done
2: uh, Morgan. Thank you. all exams now that that's just solved everything i think it has
1: off the cuff. That, that wow. was amazing. That was
0: absolutely incredible. <laughs> oh, Sam Morgan, 60 second CPD. <laughs> off the cuff. Do you you uh, mentioned uh, riding the waves though. Riding
1: that wave. Now, you don't do that with paddle boarding, do you?
2: I, no, I, I need to go on my knee As soon as there's waves, I need to go on my knees because I don't want to go in the water. It's a dry sport. You're,
0: you're into paddle boarding, are you, Sam?
2: I, do you know what? I... Coming up to a big birthday, 40, I, I wanted a cool hobby and I decided I live by the coast so and I didn't want to do anything dangerous because I'm quite a sensible person so I thought about what I was going to do and I took up paddleboarding, um, and I went on a, a little course and loved it and Invested in my own paddle board, which has now been dry ever since because of lockdown <laughs> yeah. um, and things. But yeah, I, I really I enjoy paddle boarding. Um, but I haven't ventured far. I've only done a few rivers um, and some very baby rapids, um, and that's about it. But you've so done I'm you've rapids
0: on a paddle board.
2: Uh, really, rapids is um, it's It was more like a babbling brook i went down on my knees so rapids just makes me sound even cooler um but yeah they, they yeah just um outside of anyone's been to simmons yet but there's like a little rapids there
1: i've been to simmons yet look i used to climb
0: a lot there
2: yeah yeah so yeah. There's like are you seriously
0: telling there. me you have been down simmons Yacht on a paddleboard
2: yeah I, I went from um simmons yet all the way down to monmouth on a, a little day trip and we stopped off for lunch on this random Pebble Bank as well. That was, it was Ace. That was, the yeah, last oh, that's season. That's amazing. Yeah,
0: that's it was amazing. really yeah. lovely. Yeah. It's I have to say, for, for, for listeners and, and particularly American, Simmons Yacht is is one of the most well-known canoeing um, mm. facilities in, in the UK. It's on the River Wye. Um, it's actually changed since I first used to visit there um, because they've actually remodeled the rapids to uh, to make a smoother flow of water, um, okay. It's a very gnarly gnarly place mm-hmm. to to be, but uh, hats off, respect. Yeah, yeah. Simmons, yes, on a paddleboard. Quite happy doing it in a canoe or a kayak. Thank you very much indeed. But to do it on a paddleboard,
2: I was on my knees, mind, not standing.
0: Don't care. I'm,
1: I'm happier climbing up the, uh, the the cliffs just just next to it.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, just on the left of it. Yeah. Just on the yeah. left but, of it as you're looking down the river.
1: Yeah, that's it. And there's there's one. There's a, a very famous climb in Simmons' yap yeah, that opens out in someone's back garden. And um, I, I, I got halfway up that once uh, with a friend of mine and it started peeing down with rain and it then became quite treacherous. Uh, and so we were not only using the, the, the rock as handholds, but any clumps of grass that happened to be on there as well. I was digging my fingers in and trying desperately not because the rock were quite slippery and eventually pulled myself up onto this um, uh, onto the top and emerged I must have been you know brown covered in mud had to wipe my eyes so I could see properly again and there was this quite posh family having a uh, lunch under this canopy and I think it must have been a, an engagement party or something they were about 30 people there, they turned around oh. and saw me <gasps> <gasps> Hi, oh, sorry And bless them. they, they, they gave us both uh, uh, A couple of glasses of bubbly
0: <laughs>
1: And uh, We then um, had to abseil um, back down Oh again, god, the it?
0: climbers are back again Kick them off, <laughs> kick them off Boris. Go on, kick them off <laughs> It's
1: a bit like that like, yeah. But I've, I've done paddle boarding, I did paddle boarding in uh, Northumberland last year And it's not as easy as it looks, is it You see all these people sort of Popping down a river, yeah. no, it's paddle, paddle, fall, paddle, paddle, fall, paddle, fall, splash. I'm not doing this again, isn't it really? For, for half the day until you get it a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, it can be. It is a lot of the time in the water when you start, but um, yeah, you kind of find your balance and uh, yeah, you can you can get going. Um, yeah, so- some, some people don't don't seek to it at all. My mum tried it and spent more time in the water than on on the board but uh, yeah i oh, it what, seems to be what i do what
0: made you take it paddle boarding then sam
2: yeah, i say, i just wanted i just thought oh do you know what? i've left bvna now I, i've got some spare time i i need a hobby i need a cool hobby i need something to make me look cool what can i do oh i live by the coast so something with water but, oh, nothing too dangerous and <laughs> nothing I get wet <laughs> in. Um, so we went through everything where you can be on the water, but not in the water, um, because I only do I do swimming, but only in pools, not in the sea. And um, so, yeah, we, we got to paddleboarding because um, I and I felt that was in my budget as well, because speedboats and yacht owning, not in a vet nurse budget. Right. So, no. yeah, paddleboard. Just, just yeah, in, in my budget. <laughs> and,
0: and you've been down one of the biggest rapids that people use to learn slalom canoeing in the country. Yeah, you have
2: to go to so you wait for the canoeists to go to one side and then you go straight down the middle. That's quite fun.
0: <laughs> but did you try and get back up it on your paddleboard?
2: No, we we carried all the way down to Monmouth. We never come back up the river. We just carry on down. Yeah. It's hard
1: work. Hard work either way. Actually, really hard work trying to go back up the river isn't it
2: oh yeah I couldn't yeah there, there were some paddleboarders there that were going up and down the rapids standing up on there they were amazing but yeah I literally I dropped to my knees went straight down the middle and carried all the way down to Monmouth that was lovely
1: they're just showing off what, what I want to do is I want to get a paddle board and I want to put an engine under it
0: with <laughs> some props on them. just hit because you can do that can't you, you yeah can. that's called a motorboat
2: <laughs> you can go and, and a little it's on the paddleboard as well with your little motor, and you can yeah you know, off you go. Yeah, a
1: little gin bar on one side and a you know, lounger. <laughs> it isn't no, a motorboat? You're absolutely right. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I do. Just I want to get a little little rotor, a uh, little little well, No one can see, and just just pretend you know, I'm this effortless paddleboarding because it really is effortless. <laughs>
0: You've bought an electric bicycle as well, haven't you?
1: No.
0: No? Yeah, you have. You've bought one of those electric bikes where it looks as if you're pedalling and you're just pushing a little button and it's winding you up the road. (laughs) No, no, no. What I've bought is a hook
1: so I can (laughs) grapple onto the back of a car because it's much cheaper. Hmm.
0: I I think. I think we've learned stuff tonight. I I think we have. And and Sam, I I think that was a fabulous 60 second cpd have you, you. julian have, have you got a cpd certificate for us by any chance
1: but by, by sheer chance mike i have yeah a sheer chance here we go oh my god you have
0: you got a c i've got a cpd certificate no, so it says, no, this has covered everything that we've talked about tonight doesn't it
1: well pretty much pretty much um th- there may be a little bit of a workaround to try and explain it prepare yourself um, for this sam this could okay. get convoluted in my, in my defence, it says, certificate of what's-his-name. <coughs> this certifies that our memories have been completely trashed by a whole year of drinking gin, because we've done that. It's been a year since the first lockdown and, we, and our first veterinary ramblings.
0: Is it exactly a year? Give yeah. or take, you
1: can't remember, because of the gin. <laughs> uh, but, but we're happy. It says so it's signed me and him him and me and what have we got we've got don't if you can see there a huge rainbow
2: Aww.
1: a huge rainbow that i think is still the emblem isn't it for um uh, LGBT. Nice. uh and th- this actually is this a, a rainbow taken at uh womad a couple of years ago you know the uh, world music and dance mm-hmm. festival uh and you actually see both ends and it was like a a huge stadium over the whole of Womack, most amazing wow. rainbow I've ever seen. What else have we got here? Well, I'm quarter French, so um, there's a frog there. Uh, we didn't mention tapirs, and I thought because we're not going to mention tapirs, I'll, I'll put one on the certificate. Um, I don't have a picture of a paddleboard. Hmm. but when I was looking up because I I never I never get these pictures from the internet they're all pictures I've got of my own uh, taking um and so when I was looking up paddleboard for some strange reason it got puddle duck (laughs) so a little picture of a duck there and the thing about ducks is that they are very very gentle non-venomous creatures Unlike the Komodo dragon in the bottom right, no, no, I'm sorry, it's a busy day. All right, I'm sorry. Isn't it nice though? Look at that. There, there we go. All the major food. Komodo bins. dragons. Uh, uh, sorry, animal. Yeah,
0: Do Komodo dragons aren't venomous in themselves. It's, no, they are.
1: No, no, no. They are actually venomous. Yeah, it was long believed that the intoxication was caused by bacteria. Yeah, uh, that that were. Um, instilled into a wound, but they have actually been found to have venom in their own rights in the in the rear molars. Mm. really?
0: Yeah, yeah. well, I was always under the impression that the Komodo dragon, be- because of the fresh flesh and the fermentation mm. in their mouths and the fact that they didn't clean their teeth with calgate and, and stuff like that, that it was the the infection and the, the sepsis set in because of bacterial infection. Transmitted from their mouths, but you're now telling me that they're actually venomous. Yeah, they are actually venomous. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Don't truck with a Komodo dragon.
1: Do, do not. Do not ever truck with a Komodo dragon.
2: I've got a better link for your frog though. Oh
1: yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. So frog in Spanish is rana. And the first veterinary nurses were registered animal nursing auxiliaries, rana. Right. And that's why I, we to have to
1: I'm gonna have to correct you a little bit. Right. Uh, it's it's gong <laughs> but, but Rana is the Latin, of course, for mm. frog, and Royal Animal Nursing Auxiliary. Brilliant! You're absolutely right, Rana.
2: And that's uh, why we wear bottle green.
1: Uh, this, this is Rana pipiens, in fact, the uh, common English uh, frog. Uh, but yeah, brilliant. Well done.
0: Yes, Rana. Well done for a Jim Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Grand Ville is uh, is oh. the French for, for frog. Oh, Quiste de grand calls Spanish,
2: um, Rana is frog.
1: Is it? Oh. Well, that's like, very much similar to the Latin. to yeah, the yes. Spanish, <laughs> Julian. I oh, thought you said French. No, she said Spanish. I was thinking I think French. 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 I do that.
2: The fact that the ears.
0: It's, yeah, look look at the... Uh, two of these. How uh,
2: does <laughs> it go, oh, Sam?
0: You're a teacher. Two of these, one of those, use them in that order, please, Mr. Hoad.
2: That's it. If we were made to um, speak more than we were to listen, we would have been given two mouths.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like that one. I can see you (laughs) as a school
1: mum. I I feel suitably
0: admonished. Yeah, so do I actually now. (laughs) just told me I can hear her saying, Brampton. So, Julian, have you got a joke for us tonight? Now. Oh, I have! Oh, I have! Yes, yes, yes! I have, <laughs> That's brilliant! That's excellent! That's one of the best jokes you've told in the whole series. <laughs>
1: um, oh, oh, that wasn't um, it. That wasn't. Oh, sorry, Mike. That wasn't it. Um, okay. no. So- sorry, it, uh, No, it, it was. It was a rugby joke. I got it already because I knew we'd be going on about
0: rugby tonight. Okay.
1: Um. So tell it anyway, yeah, go on, yeah, okay, okay. But, but, but by these two, two Welsh rugby fans, and of course, you know, the real fans. So, every single uh, Sunday they go off to a rugby match, and um, they uh they've been doing this you know ever since they were school kids, every single Sunday in the season, off they go. And then when they're getting older, and one of them says, Do, do you think when we die, do, do you think we'll still be able to, to watch rugby? He said, Well. What, what do you mean, we'll, we'll be dead? Isn't it? Well, yeah. Is not there rugby in, in heaven? No idea. Well, tell you what, why don't we make a deal? Whoever dies first, they come back as a ghost and tell the other whether there's rugby in heaven. All right then, so they, they solemnly shake hands on this. Um, and you know, sadly, it was the very next day that, 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 that one of them dies. He gets hit by a bus, out like a light. And he, he, he goes up, well presumably to heaven. The 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 other chap doesn't know. Um, and he's sitting in his in his um, room one night, having a having a beer, waiting for the rugby to come on. And he sees this sort of shimmering over the corner of his eye. And he looks around, and it's his friend. friend there? he says, "You're back. You're back from the dead." He says, "I've only got the one night. I've only got the one night. I can tell you, there's good news and there's bad news." So. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? There's there, there good news, there's good news, okay? There is rugby in heaven. So, that's well, fantastic. What's the bad news? Well, you're going to be scrum half on Sunday. So,
2: yeah.
0: So he's only got two days to live He's <sighs> the scrum half on Sunday. That's very, very good, Julian. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. It's one of the best ones, is it? Yeah, let's get, oh, oh, get oh, a that's really get good.
1: It's kind of you, Mike. I, I thought you hadn't enjoyed it, but that's good. Thanks. I mean,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, one of the best ones. Thanks. You'll scrum off on Sunday,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he'd be dead, you see. Yeah, bad news, yeah,
0: yeah, good news and bad news,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, I'll do it again in a Welsh accent, It'll be funnier.
0: Night <laughs> no, one. No, wait. Wait. No. At right. this point, Sam, we can stop being polite. Okay. Sam Morgan, we should say thank you very, very much for coming on Better
1: Roundings tonight. It's been an absolute honour and a pleasure talking to you. Ah, oh,
2: it's been lovely talking to you.
0: And may your dog go with you. Sam Morgan, may your dog go with you.
2: May your dog Cheers. go Cheers.
0: And if you've liked what we've put together for you tonight and shared with Sam Morgan, then please don't forget to click like, share, pass it on to your friends. And if we've raised anything that uh, you feel we need to cover more, we need to cover differently this evening, let us know. Let's take it on. And if there's anybody you feel we ought to be talking to, tell us. Get in touch with us and we'll work it through. So thank you very much indeed for listening to Veterinary Ramblings. Sam Morgan, thank you very much indeed.
2: No worries at all.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bye. And cut.